welcome back to the Pixels and Dice podcast. Please join our hosts as they bring poorly thought out opinions on game into the table, spew it out as though they know what they are talking about, then wander off back to their caves. Or wherever it is they came from. Seriously, I have no idea what rock these freaks crawled out from underneath, nor should any of us really want to know. I assume it to be a dark place, full of stale pizza and weird pornography. Then again, that doesn't sound all that bad, come to think of it. Anyway, don't get too close. They bite. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Scormus. And I'm Bayless. And hey, for once, uh, we got a show where uh, you can do most of the talking. Well. This is your idea, right? So why don't you tell us what you had in mind for this new type of show? Well, we've been doing things like, you know, the deconstructing of tabletop games for a while now. And basically, we're running out of, you know, tabletop games that, you know, are worth talking about. Exactly. So we both have, you know, games on our computer and we're, you know, Steam fans. So I was thinking, why don't we do something where we talk about games we have on our computer on Steam? You know, what's the game? You know, what what's it like? Uh, what initially interested you in it? You know, what are its features? What do you what do you like about it? What do you hate about it? How much time do you have in it? That sort of thing. Okay. And I figured, you know, to start it off, I'd talk about the game that I probably have the most time in of any of the games I have, and that's Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls V. Yep. Now, seeing as how it's such a juggernaut of a game, I don't have to go into a whole lot of discussion of what the game is. If you've played any of the Elder Scroll games, except for Elder Scrolls Online, let's not discuss that, <laughs> um, then you know what to get, what you're expecting. You know, it's a good, solid, single-player role-playing game, open world. You know, you can you can build your character any way you want. If you want to wear heavy armor, you can build heavy armor set and cast magic. You know, there's no restrictions along that way. Um, I've been playing for, according to this, 313 hours, and I'm not even... I'm really close to halfway through the achievements. Wow. And there's still so much more to do. It's, if you talk to certain people, they absolutely hate the Elder Scrolls for their combat. It just, it's not intuitive. And I understand that. And I'll, in, in a lot of ways, I agree. It's a difficult combat system to get used to but once you get used to it it's not hard what i know about the game is it's effing unforgiving there are some times where you're just cruising along you're just kicking ass and taking names and then just you get leveled by some caster comes up and just blows fire on you and you're down so quickly you don't even realize it but yet you try and play a caster and do the same thing and you get wrecked Mm -hmm. so yeah, there's there's issues. There's definitely issues with the game. But I like crafting. Almost every game I have, if it doesn't have crafting, I don't want to play it. But 
in this one, you don't just get to do the in-game crafting. Some of the downloadable content, like uh, Hearthfire, I think was the name of it. Yeah, Hearthfire allows you to build houses. Wow. You can build your own home. And no, it's not... It's not very intuitive. You don't get to specifically craft each and individual things. You know, you basically build a pre-designed house. So everything is set in a certain location. And you can say, well, I want to build a library here and I want to build an alchemy shop on this side. And I want to put, you know, this kind of a vault at the end of the house. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot to that, but it's it makes the game infinitely better just to be able to do that. Still better housing than World of Warcraft. Still better housing than most games. Sure. But, you know, I wish they would have done something about the AI in the game. You know, the your helper, the person who goes along and keeps, you know, watches your back. I am so sick to death of having a, a, one of my helpers just step right in front of me as I'm a, I've got a shot lined up and I end up shooting and killing the person who's supposed to be helping me because he walked right in front of me. Yeah, I actually, I don't think I've gotten far enough into the game to actually run into that problem. I've only gotten three hours in on the enhanced edition, so it, I, enough to go yeah, I like the game but not enough to really comment on it in depth other than well it works good on a controller you want easy mode stealth archer stealth archer yep you stealth everywhere and you snipe things huh. because i'll go through and you know how you're you're going through like a, a, a cairn an ancient cairn where there's all these undead and you come into a room and a coffin pops out and this big bad, you know, the boss of all the the Durgar or whatever you call them, the undead warriors, mm -hmm. pops out and he does his little shout and you go, doink, and boom, falls over dead. <laughs> because you just got a surprise attack, you got triple damage on, you know, the best bow in the game and the best arrows in the game, and it just nukes him. And he didn't even see where you were. <laughs> I have heard that archers are way overpowered. It's, I wouldn't say they're overpowered, but the combination of being able to stealth and not get seen nearly as easily, because they're, you know, you're wandering through the, the wild and there's a giant... And he's got his mammoth with him. And in my opinion, kill the mammoth first. Those That's things can reasonable. mess you up. Yeah. But you go, bang! The mammoth falls over dead and the giant's busy looking around like, you know, what the hell just happened? And then, bang! And now he's almost dead, if not dead. Huh. Oh, yeah. Stealth archer. Easy way to go. Yeah. It gets boring when you're stealthing everywhere. But... You can you can basically do a ton of damage to dragons before they even get a chance to set you on fire. Yeah, that that could be important. Let's see, 
I didn't get into Skyrim until you basically badgered me into it. It had been out for years before I even bothered buying it. And mm-hmm. I didn't even buy it until the Enhanced Edition came out, or a Special Edition, because they offered you, Steam was selling it and giving the original version of Skyrim as well. That's why I have both. And I tried it. I played it on Steam, I mean, on on, uh, on my live stream right. for like three hours. And okay, it was fun enough. I have problems with how it's basically a first-person shooter. I would prefer a uh, more MMO-like third-person over-the-shoulder view. It's a much different experience to do, you know, looking through the eyes of your character effectively. Yeah. And I'm not very good at shooting things, which sucks because being able to shoot things at range, whether it's with magic or a bow or whatever, kind of seems to be the best way to play the game. As you were saying, a stealth Mm -hmm. archer seems to be, you know, easy mode. Not so much easy, but, you know, you've unlocked the ability to kill things way down range before they get even clear, near to you. Kind mm-hmm. of a good thing. Yeah. Well, my wife loves playing the game, too, but she doesn't like archery. She doesn't like magic. She does sword and board. Right. And she goes in and just destroys everything. That's her play style. And that's one of the things that's cool about this game is it doesn't matter what your play style is. You can develop your character to suit it. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much what I played when I was uh, playing it before. I did try a little bit because they have points where in the first couple hours you get a uh, scroll that gives you the ability to fire off a single fireball. Mm -hmm. Very powerful. Um, They have things where they try to get you to shoot a bow. That sort of thing. So you get a chance to see all the different play styles. Right. And see what works for you. And pretty much hiding behind a shield and smacking people with a sword or a mace or whatever. When I have the opportunity, pretty much is the only way I can play that game. Well, with a controller. I haven't really tried mouse and keyboard. It's not that hard. Eh. Thing is that, like you said earlier... A lot of people complain about the combat system in Bethesda games. Hmm? I would be one of them. I'm not a fan of Bethesda games. I've tried earlier um, games in the Elder Scrolls. um, Right. I got you Morrowind. Yeah. Was it Dagger something or other? No. um, Daggerfall. I think I tried Daggerfall and hated it. It kept crashing on the computer I had. And the game i was eb games i bought it from and they wouldn't take it back which sucked then there was um i think you got me morrowind morrowind then oblivion then skyrim and i barely tried morrowind i just it's not my type of game usually and so i was Mm -hmm. really resistant to buy skyrim and i could see where a lot of people would be but this is a game that it's got its problems, but it is also, there's a reason why so many people love it so much that 
Zenimax went out and went, hey, we can make an MMO based off of the same world. Let's mm -hmm. do that. Yeah, and they completely fucked it up. But it was popular enough that people went, ooh, a Skyrim MMO? And they were wrong, but they still jumped on board, and a lot of people love it. Yeah. So that's something, right? Right. Just, I just, it's not the same. It's not even close. Yeah. No, having played both games. Disappointed. Skyrim is definitely a good game. It's challenging and fun. Elder Scrolls Online is way simpler and is a totally different thing. It's kind of like saying Neverwinter is the same as it's the same experience as playing a tabletop Dungeons and Dragons session. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to yeah. say Neverwinter is the same as Neverwinter Nights, and I would love. Oh, oh yeah, no, Neverwinter is crap. Oh, no. Neverwinter is fun in its own way. For Neverwinter... what it is, it's playable. Yeah, but it's not. It's not D and D. No, but Neverwinter Nights is a classic. For a reason. Uh-huh. Anyway, back to Skyrim. Yes. Um, I love the crafting in it. I like the ability to, you know how when you're when you build your house or you buy a house, you'll have things that you can you'll have like a mannequin that you can set up a suit of armor on. Okay. Or you've got weapons racks or places where you can hang a cool shield. And throughout the game, you're finding all these interesting little items. And there's, there's no, no real um, story behind it. But you find this weird mask that has this ability to it. It doesn't help with your particular game, but it's there. Or you'll have... Um, you can go through and you can set up altars for all the different divinities in the game. Okay. And you can gain buffs by praying at that altar. And so when I built my last house down in the basement, I have every single altar down there along with my other crafting stuff. Huh. There's just a lot to it. And you'll run across some of the most horrific quests in the game. You know, I'm not talking about the Brotherhood of Assassins. That's... That's just a staple in the game. Yay, you get to be an assassin, you get to murder people. Cool. Or you get to be a thief, and you get to go rob people. Yay, you get to do some horrible things in that quest line, too. Yeah, I, can, um, I can't even pick a lock. Oh, it gets much easier with practice. But okay. one of the quests I, I tried to, to, I wanted to give it a try. You know, it's, this, it's a cannibal quest. Basically, you're supposed to go get this priest and drag him to this cave because, you know, of reasons. And the person who wants him there is going to eat him. Her and her cultist buddies, they want him to, they want to feast on him because he's, you know, their enemy. Okay. And I decided, you know, I don't want to do that. And so I just skipped the quest. And I'm tooling around. I find this cave and it's, 
I had unlocked it, but I haven't emptied, you know, haven't cleared it. And I'm like, I wonder what's in there. So I wander in there, and there she is. She's like, "We waited too long. You broke your, you broke your agreement." And she attacks me. Boink. <laughs> Quest failed. Oh, so that's what that was. Whoops. Go loot the body and move on. (laughs) That's one thing I do like about it. And it's one of the reasons that I I know they're not comparable, but it's another Bethesda game and it's similar. It's one of the things I like about Fallout 4 Mm -hmm. is you can go anywhere and do whatever you want. Yeah, you can follow the main storyline. Yeah. But you don't have to. It says, hey, you should go to this town, and you can turn the opposite direction and go do whatever you want to do. Go out and find broken guns and cobble together whatever you want to do, find new locations to go to, and do what they want to do instead. Mm -hmm. And the main storyline is still there, waiting. You can go do it whenever you want, or not. Yeah. And that's why people like Bethesda games instead of, you know, other than, you know, Fallout 76. But they like how they make these huge open world games where you're just, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do, go do. Yep. And And there's so many quests that I, quest lines that haven't even started just because there's so much to them, you know? If you, you've got a choice of being either joining the rebel faction or joining the Imperials, and Aren't each one of those, they want ones? you to go in and destroy the other one, which means if you join the rebels, then you have to go into towns and kill all the guards. And vice versa, if you're with the Imperials, then you have to go out to these the camps of the rebels and kill all the rebels. Correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't the Imperials that were the ones that were going to try and kill you at the very start of the game? Uh huh. All right, that makes that choice an easy one. Well, I don't know. Don't, don't I hold a grudge. Well, the the rebels aren't that much better. Well, I'm not so saying I they haven't are. done either one. Oh, so you can choose, you know, option three. Tell them both the fuck off. No, I just haven't started either one of them. <laughs> I haven't gotten around to it. I'm too busy dealing with the vampire. Oh, and yeah, there's a quest line that allows you to become a vampire, and there's one that allows you to become a werewolf. Yeah, I picked up all the DLC when I got it. It was a nice package deal. But I barely touched it, like I said. You really should. You really need to give it a chance, because there is a lot to it. And there's still so much that I haven't seen or done. I've got... A good portion, I mean, like, I'd say 98% of the map unlocked, and there's still more out there that I haven't gotten to. Oh, I agree. There is a lot to do, um, but there's also Animal Crossing to do. <laughs> All the MMOs that I allegedly play, and, you know, so uh-huh. on and so forth. There's only so many hours in the day to game. Oh, I know. That's why I haven't played Skyrim in about a year. Wow. According to the last played was March 12th of 2019. So, yeah, it's been over a year. Yeah, I haven't played since September. So, so I just need yeah. to get back in. We start should. Start playing again. It'd be nice if uh, Elder Scrolls Six 
has some kind of multiplayer capacity. Doesn't have to be, you know, you know, more than like four people at the absolute most. That would be fun. Yeah. Well, the problem with that though is a lot of people are worried about Elder Scrolls 6 that it's going to basically be Fallout 76 in the world of the Elder Scrolls. And that's uh, that is a very valid concern. And that's why I said with another game or with another show is I'm not buying Elder Scrolls 6 until they've shown that it's worth buying. They don't yeah. get my money until I know that it's a good product. And if it's not, I'll keep playing Skyrim. Yeah. But at least it would be multiplayer. Might be. They haven't said yes or no. Know what I'm saying? If it's like Fallout 76, that's all it would have is multiplayer. Ah. Uh, you would... Well... Your content would be playing against other people. That won't work in a Skyrim game. You have to have NPCs. Sure. That's one of the cool features, but also sucky features of Skyrim. Because when you go into... I think it's uh, Whitehall, the first town pretty much you run into the first real town uh -huh. um, just inside the, the gate on the right hand side is the blacksmith him and his wife right and so since you're trying to you know get some money and you're bringing a lot of crap to him to sell and he's you know you're buying armor and weapons from him and so you kind of get a, a relationship going with him well unfortunately not too far into the game, vampires attacked. And yeah, we killed the vampires, but they killed the blacksmith's wife. And she didn't come back. She's dead. No longer in the game. Okay. And then about a month later, a dragon attacked and killed the, um, killed the blacksmith. So now I don't have a blacksmith there anymore. <laughs> so in the other towns, I've taken, you know, if, if we get attacked for whatever reason by whatever happens to be attacking, I've taken to trying to protect the NPCs that I give a crap about. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 that guy buys my trash. I have to save him. Well, not just that, but, you know, you get to like a lot of these, these NPCs that you're dealing with. Uh -huh. And you don't want to see them dead. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird that way. I get attached. Oh, no. I get it. No, I'm, I know a lot of people are concerned about Fallout... I'm sorry. Uh, what you call it? Elder Scrolls Six being modeled after Fallout 76. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be more like Fallout 4, but with multiplayer. So that you have the option of playing with other people, but it is primarily a single-player experience. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm being hopeful. Well. But I think Bethesda may have gone, whoops. I'd like to think they did that. Yeah. They hopefully know better. I Because mean, Fallout 4 did pretty well. It's not a bad game. 
It's not Fallout 3, from what I understand, but I've never played Fallout 3. Fallout 3 is awesome. But, you know, Fallout 4, a lot of people say, eh, it's not as good. But I've seen a lot of people playing it. It is a good game. Please excuse the noise in the background. My neighbor is mowing. Anyway, the only options they have, because they're using the same engine as Fallout 4, apparently. Mm -hmm. Which also, Fallout 76 used the same engine. That's why it looks ridiculously like Fallout 4. Elder Scrolls 6 is going to use that same engine. So, I'm hopeful... I was the impression they were doing a different engine. No, 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 no. This is their in-house engine. They're using the same engine. Hmm. It wouldn't surprise me that they're going to just bring assets in from the special edition for Skyrim. Because that's what they did with uh, 76 as opposed to Fallout 4. They brought over a lot of Fallout 4 assets it'll save them a lot of artwork time if they just bring in those assets from the uh, special edition of skyrim so it'll probably look a lot like the special edition that might be enough to save it mm. not it, it still has to have npcs and quests it has to be an elder scrolls game with multiplayer that's right. really all they've got to do. And they can do that simply by just using what Fallout 4 can do. My biggest issue is, and I don't think they're going to put um, multiplayer in Elder Scrolls 6 just for the fact that you're taking it, you know, if you do it that way, then you're kind of um, cutting off some of the uh, content. If you want people to play the game for an extended period of time, you need to have things for them to do. And if you've got four people in your game, one person is your blacksmith, one person is your enchanter, one person is this, one person is this, then instead of one person doing all of that and taking a lot more time to do it, you've got four people doing it. So they blow through the content that much quicker. Oh, no, I don't mean four people playing together all the time. I could see it being more like, and of course, we don't know anything for sure. We're just theorizing here, but I could see it being, it's a single player game, primarily. Mm -hmm. But, which is what Fallout 4 is, but you would have the ability to, you know me, you know, we're friends on Steam, let's say, forever. Mm-hmm. You could then send me an invite to have me come play. My character comes bouncing over into your game. And right. we could run together for a while. And then I leave and I go and play back on my game again. Or I've got a particularly hard quest or area I need to do. I can invite you to come over and help me out if you're online. Right. That sort of thing. Where you could still do it completely and utterly by yourself or you can invite others to come into your game and help out yeah also having multiplayer opens it up to have the ability for pvp which is a big deal all these companies want to have their battle arenas and whatnot and by doing that that gives them that ability that evergreen content which is what they want so desperately so that 
instead of making every couple years a new Elder Scrolls every two to five years, they could just keep doing Elder Scrolls 6 and just add new content that people have to buy or through microtransactions, they need to buy this or that to help out new costumes. Maybe something, oh, they had something broken and they can't go and fix it. So they can buy a new one on the store, that sort of thing. New tools to help out with their crafting, whatever. That's how Bethesda will want to make their money. They'll want to sell the game and then make little extra money here or there for years and years to come. No, I won't spend money on that crap. You don't have to. Basically, though, they're wanting to emulate. Everyone wants to emulate um, Grand Theft Auto V, where they've got, you can play it single player, or you can jump in and do the online version. And either way, you can buy little things from a store, all that's a little bit of money in their pockets over and over. And they've made billions of dollars over the years and everybody mm-hmm. else that's what they tried to do with fallout 76 i say tried and failed miserably but they tried mm-hmm. they did try and i think fallout i mean sorry elder scrolls 6 they're going to try again it won't be fallout 76 they're going to do something different because clearly that sucked and that didn't work out but I could definitely see them doing something more like Fallout 4 or Elder Scrolls Special, you know, Skyrim Special Edition with microtransactions and some form of online play. Just stands to reason because that's what every game company's trying now. Yeah. The one thing, the one caveat to that is they have to be careful not to step on Zenimax's toes. Zenimax is their parent company, Bethesda's uh-huh. controlling company, and Zenimax is running Elder Scrolls Online, the last thing Zenimax is going to want to see is a competing Elder Scrolls game that is leeching players away from their MMO to Bethesda's new hotness. Yeah, well, that's just another reason why not, why they won't have uh, multiplayer in Skyrim 6 or Elder Scrolls 6, I should say. You're probably not wrong there. I mean, it definitely is a... If they have online, I could see it being very limited. Mm-hmm. It certainly isn't going to be, hey, you can play with, you know, dozens and dozens of people all at the same oh, I time. I wouldn't want that anyways. But a lot of people might, you know, want to do raiding in a Skyrim-like game. Ugh. And, yeah. One of the reasons I like Skyrim, although it's kind of, it's weird because the game seems empty to me. I'm used to MMORPGs and there's nobody else playing. You're alone in this world with the uh, NPCs, which in a way is nice because you don't have to worry about anybody jumping in and causing you problems or griefing you or whatever, but it's still really really quiet Mm -hmm. and it's just this eerie silence that a regular mmo player is gonna go oh man this is uncomfortable 
So maybe Elder Scrolls Six does something a little different with that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Hell, they've barely uh, done anything to even talk about it yet. There's no information yet, so... Oh, uh, there's some, but it's mostly just leaked information and supposition. Right. It's nothing that you can trust at all at this point. Yeah. Anyway, so do you have any closing thoughts? If you haven't tried Skyrim, the the price point of the game is ridiculously low. You can get bundles with you know all the relevant dlc for like 20 bucks yeah it's worth it there is just a lot to do and a lot of fun involved and in my opinion archery is the way to go it sucks right at first getting used to using a bow but once you get the hang of it you're pretty badass that's all now for me closing thoughts if you are just uh you haven't played skyrim before and you're just getting into this whole gaming thing because obviously that would be why you've never played skyrim and uh i would say congratulations on your first computer and embracing technology you'll have a lot of fun with this skyrim probably shouldn't be your first game but definitely worth your time once you oh, get yeah. the hang of it be careful you don't want to grip the mouse too hard you might break your, you know, break a bone. Remember, osteoporosis is a bad thing. So be careful, Grandma. Don't hurt yourself. Anyway, or pull your head out of the sand because this game has been around for what? Five Maybe? years? Yeah, it's been around a while. And uh, yeah, it came out. Uh, this says I last played uh, Skyrim in 2016, the original. It says I've played it for 55 minutes. Really? <laughs> um, that would be news to me. Anyway, <laughs> Steam never lies, but I don't know what to tell you. I don't no, remember. Steam. Steam's confused. Apparently so. Anyway, so uh, till next time, I'm Scormus. And I'm Bayless. Generic catchphrase ending. Thanks for joining us for another Pixels and Dice podcast. If you did get too close and caught a nip from one of our hosts, please get that wound treated promptly, as it is likely to fester. Otherwise, feel free to check out our other podcasts, blogs, and assorted nonsense at scoreme.com. Leave a comment, if you will. Stroking their egos goes a long way towards keeping the hosts in their hovels, thus keeping the rest of society free of them.